Welcome to Game That Poo! What is up, Game That Tunas? It's I, Jesse Moore, one of the uh, co- the hosts tonight, because it is August Absurdity, and uh, and Johnny's going to be helping me with all the shenanigans tonight, and we have got a, uh, uh, I guess it's an okay matchup. I mean, I'm not involved, so I mean, you're at least going to get maybe four and a half stars or something out of these two guys. They're, you know, they're workhorse talents, you know. Always, you know, just busting their ass in the ring, um, you know. But just, you know, kind of keep your hype down just a little bit, guys. Like, it's going to be a great show, but, you know, without me in the ring, I, you know. Sorry, guys. Um, so I'll do my part, and they're going to do their part. And Johnny's going to do his part, mostly, you know. And uh, we're going to... Me and Johnny have picked a lot of music from a lot of games, and we're going to play it hopefully in an order that makes sense. And uh, John and David will have to guess those games uh, like we typically do, but it's way more cutthroat. Uh, the, the points matter. Um, someone's life could be in jeopardy this evening. You know, I'm not sure. It's August absurdity. Um, Johnny, do you have anything you'd like to say? No, man, I think uh, I'm ready for us to have a good time and to watch these two duke it out and... Uh you know, see what happens, and yeah, it's not the same without Jesse in the mix. But uh, you know, it'll still be it'll be a pretty good match. Gotta we'll wait for next week. So you know, if you want to watch something else or something, you know, and uh, you know, wait till next week. That's cool. No, too. no, don't do but, that at all. But really, <laughs> even if we're bad at this, there's good tunes, Jesse. Yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah. gonna be great. Like seriously, yeah, like like you know, a, a a solid seven game is still a game you should probably go buy because you know you're gonna have some fun with it. You know, you wait till that nine or ten shows up, and but that seven is gonna get you there. You know, until you get there. See, see that dog knows what's up. He's like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's let's introduce our uh, our illustrious combatants that will entertain you to this evening. Um, we've got uh, let's see, uh, John Harrington from uh, Tallahassee, Florida. You know. Let's, what do you got to say about this evening and David, your opponent? Oh, I have so little to say about David, my opponent. I have so little to say about any of you guys. It's, uh, you know, it's great to be back in August Absurdity. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be competing again. Um, you know, I, I can't, uh, can't really deny how excited I am. You, you can hear it in my voice, how excited i get around august absurdity season i you know because year after year i show up i bring my a game and i fall short somehow you know somehow I'm, i end up deferential to you guys in all things as i typically am on this show i you know in the early years would bring all the requests so you guys could score more points than i uh you know i do the editing i make the episode artwork i promote the show i i am game that too and you guys are all the uh, August Absurdity Kings, and I'm just, uh, I'm just game that too. 
But uh, tonight, David, I think we're going to have a fantastic matchup because I, I've tried, uh, you know, tried being nice, tried being deferential to you guys. I've, you know, consider myself uh, a lot of, a, in many cases, a lover, not a fighter. And then, you know, they say all is fair in love and war. And uh, I've run out of love for all of you guys. So I think it's time for all out fucking war. And uh, you know, this is America. We like to fight in the desert. You guys are all grains of sand. And I am the desert. All right, and uh, David, do you have? Uh, you're hailing from Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City, home of Chick Magnet Punk. Um, do you have anything to say to uh, John? Cookie Monster Punk? That's right, Cookie Monster Punk. Um, yeah, I do. Um, I do have something that I I want to say to John. Um. I know usually in like August absurdity, everyone likes to like come to the show and cut like their wrestling promos and that kind of thing. But I mean, you guys know, longtime listeners know I'm not super big into wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to say, John, I hope it's a good clean match. I hope we have a lot of fun. I hope we have some good memories. And I feel like, you and I, we've kind of developed a little bit of like a, a game that tune rivalry. Yeah. And like every conflict between us is like a close call and a good fight. But come on, we know deep down. Yeah, I'm going to end up on top. I'm talking all the way to the top. Yeah, I am justifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. David's absurdity, yeah, has got more to offer than John Harrington thinks. And I got you. Let me tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the David Fleming and August absurdity. Let me say it. Yeah. Let me say it out loud and let me point to John Harrington. The former absurd king David Fleming is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in Game That Tune, and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, you listeners out there, you know I am the cream of the crop, and I'm living in a nightmare, and I am the cream. And now not only the August Absurdity Belt must fall, but August Absurdity and April Absurdity and Holiday Absurdity Belts. Because Jesse Moore, I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop, and there is no one that does it better. And then the Absurd King David Fleming, on balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah, and I'm talking everyone in Game That Tune. And I'm even talking to you. King Jesse Moore, yeah. I'm on my way and nothing is gonna stop me. Nothing's gonna stop the cream of the crap. Nobody does it better. Wow, that was incredible. <laughs> no more questions. Yeah. Let's get this game show going. Game one.
Alright, so this game has an unforgiving difficulty as uh, players cannot save their progress within the dungeon. They have to go all the way back to the town first. Uh, in addition to this, at later levels in the game, you can learn a teleport spell to move between levels. You gotta be careful, though, about um, punching in the correct uh, spaces north, south, east, or west from your current location, because you can teleport inside of a rock, which will kill your entire party and end the game. Who's got some uh, answers? Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So, David says Wizardry 5, and John says Wizardry. Jesse, this game is the first Wizardry game. What What do you say? Do we give it to David for at least getting the series, or do we say nah? I mean, I feel like the fifth game is way different than the first game. Okay. So in that case, we'll give it to John for wizardry. We'll take Jesse's word for that, because who the fuck played wizardry? Yeah, so this, <laughs> so this is requested by uh, one of our fans, Rainus, uh, who... Wait, 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 wait. What are we doing taking more Rainus requests? We took his request last week. We humored him. Why are we doing this again, John? Well, because he specified this has more than two and a half songs. And I said, <laughs> okay, okay, good. Okay. That's you know, fair, fair enough. enough. He, he got he listened to the uh, the episode. He got the memo. <laughs> That's very we good. We him last time, and we rewarded him for listening this time. Yes. <laughs> um, good. And honestly, Jesse, I'm not sure if Wizardry Five is a whole lot different than Wizardry because you know Wizardry came out in like the early '80s, and uh, Wizardry Five came out in. Like 1990, so I don't think that the series maybe evolved all that much. Well, the original all I know is that Wizardry Five features a spell that where you can accidentally teleport into a rock, instantly killing your party. So, oh, so they didn't fix that? Uh, no, you know, in the first a, game, it made all the way feature, to game five. Yeah, yeah. The term <laughs> "fix" implies it was a mistake. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is the full name of this is Wizardry: Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord. Uh, originally released well, on you know, Apple II. John only wrote Wizardry, so he didn't write the <laughs> full true. title. Should he get the point? You know. I, exactly, man. Or, you know, we should be doing full subtitles here, man. Is that the lightning round? Are we going to do the rest of the Wizardry subtitles? Because I'm prepared. <laughs> Uh, Take notes. The lightning round is actually quiz about this whole episode. <laughs> God, yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be like a Kaiser Soze lightning round. <laughs> I would love it if the if we had a lightning round about that episode, and one of the questions in the lightning round is, "What is the next question in this lightning round?" <laughs> Fuck. Hmm. Um. So anyway. Yep. Johnny, uh, I'm sorry, you said this came out on the Apple II. I hate you. Yeah, um, originally on the Apple II, uh, and then mm-hmm. ported it to like, everything, including the NES, which is what we heard. Uh, came How's out. the sound on the Apple II? Uh, there is no music on the Apple II. On the Apple II, all you hear is the sound of your floppy disk act being accessed. Just that, uh-huh. that burp, 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 the clack burp, of your burp. keyboard. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the clack uh-huh. of your keyboard, and the... Uh, that slight, like, high-pitched sound of your CRT monitor late in the night, you know? It's a vibe. Late in the night, John? Yeah. How late were you staying up playing uh, Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord? In, was it, you know, was it when late it was on in the, the Apple night too? or early in the morning? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, let's set the scene, John. It's 1981. You're, I don't know, 18. <laughs> um, as you were in 1981. What were you doing? Uh, you know, is this the only game you're playing in your Apple II? What, uh, what's, uh, what's in your Apple II? Back it's, in 81, John. Back in 81, I think it's this or Ultima. And this outsold Ultima. This was a huge hit. Because mm. this game had graphics. Uh, it's still <laughs> always a good feature. It's still mostly text. But when you're in the dungeon, you get... On the original Apple II, you get like a wireframe drawing of like the dungeon walls. Uh, mm-hmm. The NES version has color. Yeah, like, hey. <laughs> which is a little bit nicer. Um, I like how you're talking about like this game outsold Ultima, yes, which is why everyone remembers the Wizardry series instead of the Ultima series. Well, I mean, they were way ahead of the curve. Like Ultima, what fools they were! If they had only known how important graphics were going to be going forward, they probably would have chosen to make a game with graphics. And you know, Wizardry just came by and ate their lunch. Yeah. That's why we all love Wizardry and know what series this is. Well, from what I understand, I think the Wizardry games did inspire like Final Fantasy. Yeah, they and did Dra- pretty and much. Dragon Quest. They did lay a lot of groundwork for modern uh, JRPG for all JRPGs. One thing Wizardry did that actually did help a lot was it took a lot of inspiration from Dungeons and Dragons to the point that when you uh, like say are looking at the stats on a weapon, it doesn't say like just attack nine or something like that it says attack is like 1d6 plus two you know like like you roll six side die and add two like you would in dungeons and dragons uh no thanks yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that that i think is kind of what set that apart a little bit is it it's a lot more dungeons and dragons than say ultima was um when you're crawling through the the dungeons there's no mini map because that concept had not been invented yet uh, the game came with graph paper in the box, so you could chart Whoa. where you were in the dungeon. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sitting here acting all shocked and impressed, but no, that sounds like an RPG from 1981. Like, yeah, that still. is something that would be necessary. That I, is I'm still just nice. picturing it now. <laughs> 
it is kind of nice though because like imagine not having graph paper and you want to do that and it just comes with it you're like oh cool yeah most I people mean, bought this game for the graph paper yeah, I need graph if, paper for school. What do I do? Oh, my wizardry. <laughs> if Metroid on the NES came with graph paper, I would probably like it more. Honestly, it should have. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah uh, actually, yeah, a lot of other games should have copied the wizardry formula of giving you graph paper to <laughs> draw fucking math. That's uh, well observed, David. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine running a game at Albertsons and like include like a photocopied manual and a photocopied map that's graph paper that somebody's already filled in. <laughs> Dude, I would love it. You know, I used to love that. I mean, renting games from you know Albertsons or wherever, and they had the manual where some kid wrote a fucking good password in the back. That was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, talk about like finding an old spell book or some shit. It's like, oh, what is this? Yeah. The fucking like you know the code to go right to Mike Tyson and punch out. Yes, please. <laughs> love that shit. Uh, I mean, I like, there's a few things about this game that I love. Like, um, <laughs> it was designed by Andrew C. Greenberg and Robert Woodhead. Um, I love <laughs> games designed by Andrew Greenberg no. and Robert Woodhead, too, John. Wow. So the story of the game is that there's an evil uh, wizard named um, Wordna. Just Andrew, a- Andrew backwards. <laughs> and, there's, and there's a good wizard <laughs> named... Um, uh, Tr- Oh god, how do I say this? Headwood. Tra- Trebor. <laughs> Headwood. Wow. And so, I mean, uh, and when you start the game off, you've, uh, or no, eventually you find the, like, the ultimate bad guy is Mr. Scrub. <laughs> these guys, these guys, like, sitting around in their fucking, like, like, 80s, like, living room, like, passing, like, a bong around, going, man, what do you think we should name the characters? <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, I guess we could just use our own names backwards. Yeah. Whoa, that's a fucking good idea, dude. Yeah. yeah man, like, your name backwards is Treebore. Oh, that's such a fucking like Middle Earth name. Yeah. Let's let's just use our own names. No, that's no good. What if they were backwards? <gasps> I mean, honestly, though, like... But it worked for fucking uh, Midway and, and Noob Cybot and whatever. Noob Cybot is the best example of that ever happening. But, like, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like Wordna and Treebear Wordna. are pretty lousy fucking backward oh, names. Wordna and Treebear in the morning! Woo! <laughs> but at least until like, you get to Castle Redrum. <laughs> Greenberg backwards is Grebnirg, which does sound like some bizarre fucking yeah. like demon monster. Like that's a good fucking high fantasy name. That could be some Lord so, of the Rings shit, man. They had to go see Grebnirg. Like, I believe it. Woodhead backwards makes no sense. It's it's Daydo. Uh, <laughs> oh, Daydo. <laughs> that's that's nothing. <laughs> Oh, they do. But, yeah, so now we should just, for the rest of the game and episode, just see what everything is spelled backwards. There's yeah. our game. All your, all your answers have to be backwards. That's now. actually the lightning round. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Spell your own name backwards. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's going to be tough, but I can do it. So yeah. Say my say my ABCs backwards, Johnny, please. But if I say my name life. backwards, I'll disappear back to the fifth dimension. Oh, shit. Exactly. Your Mixelplex. So this game, the one other feature I just want to point about this game, it because it it's lacking in graphics, but what it does not what what it makes up for is excruciating detail. 
There's uh, a pretty good number Not of visual detail. They have <laughs> they have a lot of character classes. You can, as your stats change, you can actually reclass your characters. So they have what they call prestige classes, which you can only get by leveling up a character so far. Then you can like change their class. Um, mm. So you have so trials like, of mana. Yeah, so you have your fighter, your mage, your cleric, your thief. Uh, you have a wizard, which is a hybrid cleric mage. Uh, In wizardry? Yeah. You have a samurai, the hybrid Dope. fighter mage. You have the lord, fighter cleric, and you have the ninja. And then on top of this, you also have alignments. You can choose between being good, neutral, evil, and you can't mix uh, good and evil characters in the same party. Uh, and certain classes are restricted to certain alignments. So, like, okay, if, well, that kind of sucks. I mean, you seriously, you can't have a good or evil guy in a like more. You, know, you have to like align your party. Okay, no, fuck that. Well, you can yeah. have good and neutral. You're right. You just can't have good and evil. Eh, nah, yeah, <laughs> not no. You, you got to be able to have like one edge lord. You know, no matter what the group. <laughs> Every but. group needs one shadow the hedgehog. Exactly. Ugh. Is he even evil at this point, or is he gone neutral? He's like anti-hero. I mean, he's, so that's like that's like between neutral and evil. Yeah, he's yeah he's. No, the, I think that's on the good spectrum because he's still a hero. He's like uh, chaotic good. Okay. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> I want give me evil good. That's what I want, and I don't mean neutral. <laughs> So yeah, this game's a little. I mean, bonkers. I want an evil guy in my party that wins the game. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what's so hard about that. So you don't Why want can't... an anti-hero. You want an anti-villain, someone who does good things but the worst possible way. I want the whatever, like you know, the like in a comic book when they have to team up with the villain to take down like a, a bigger villain. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I can't cite a specific example, but it feels like Spider-Man and Venom right. teaming up against Carnage. See, you thank go. you, Dave. That's right. Yeah, that's I, what yeah, I would put Venom squarely in the villain category. Yeah, you want or wizardry? I, starring, I would for a time. <laughs> you want wizardry? The RPG starring Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. Fight, okay. Well, if wizardry, I could get Samurai wizardry Venom eight, and let like, there be Spider-Man <laughs> fighting against well, what's what's Carnage spelled backwards? <laughs> like, uh, hold on. <laughs> Let's type this Ignorac. out. Uh, <laughs> uh, go, uh, oh wait, <laughs> Eganark. <laughs> oh wait, no. I got my I got my words spelled backwards. I can't type backwards. I can spell backwards <laughs> and pronounce backwards. I got my words spelled backwards. That's the whole point, John. That's what we're trying to do. Well, I got it wrong anyway. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Carnage and Venom uh, Wizardry. That should be the next thing because this series is still going. It's still very popular. Uh, it ate Ultima's lunch, as we established. <laughs> it's it's beloved. We all love wizardry. Yeah, we still talk about it today, like right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody knows what the segment's about. <laughs> I'm, I'm more a fan of Wizardry 5, but that's just me. Hey, that's, uh, man. Can't win them all. Classic, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't be, can't be right about everything, David. Wizardry 5. <laughs> yeah. Game 2.
Sorry, one second. Um, so this game you play as a famous celebrity um, on your quest to save your sister. Um, and throughout the game, you will encounter frogs. And these frogs can carry power-ups um, or rice bowls. But you have to hit the frog to get the power-up or the rice bowl. And uh, there's all sorts of different power-ups. And rice bowls. Stop saying that. <laughs> rice bowls. <laughs> Gentlemen, do you have your rice bowls? <laughs> it's not helping. You have to kick a frog <laughs> to get the rice bowl. I don't like anything about this game. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's like holding it or if it's like in his mouth or something. Let me make sure the apostrophe is there. I don't want to get disqualified on the technicality. Yep, yep. Let's see. We got a. Uh... Ooh. So John says Peter Fonda simulator. That's incorrect. And David with the correct answer, Jackie Chan's action kung fu. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, that's why. I you mean, the rice bowls and the kicking. The, Peter know. Fonda famously allergic to rice and you know, hates frogs. Um, seriously, no. You, know, you, you stumped me on that one. I just googled like famous brother sister combos. I'm like. Fuck it. <laughs> so, my first thought was, uh, you know, Donnie Osmond simulator, but oh my know, god, wasn't sure anybody would get that reference either. So, with the timely Peter Fonda reference, yeah. Ah, uh, man, should have gone with the timeless Jackie Chan reference. Oh, fuck yeah, Jackie. Yeah, this hmm. uh, this game's not bad. Um, I played a little bit of it. it has pretty cool looking sprites. Um, like the punching and kicking isn't terrible. Um. Some of the jumping can be a little floaty, but it's a it's an all right solid game, and the music's pretty good. And you get to be Jackie Chan. I mean, yeah, that's uh, universally appealing. Who who the fuck doesn't want to play as Jackie Chan? Yeah, I you know, challenge anybody to say no to that. I want to say, and I might have to check to verify, but I feel he's like the highest grossing actor in the world. What, like of all time? Yeah. Really? Not I think so. Close. Hmm. Jackie well, Chan would like uh would love it if he were, but the answer, David, is Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, but I mean like he he's is, got a lot like, of those domestically, but like internationally. 
Yeah, you gotta include yeah. all the Kong Samuel punk L. Films. Jackson. <laughs> hmm. We'll have hmm. to come back to this. That no, is... we won't. Samuel L. Jackson is easily the highest grossing fucking actor of all time. He's in, like, all the Marvel movies. He's in Star Wars. Well, yeah, he's in fucking, like, big blockbusters now. Jackie Chan, sadly, you, hasn't been making big blockbusters in the last 50 Are you trying to tell me that he has been, just not in America? Guys, you're both wrong. You know who the highest grossing actor of all... Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Google showed me the highest as a tallest actor of all time, which is apparently Dwayne Johnson. But that's what? not what I wanted. I wanted the that's highest not grossing. true at all! The Rock is taller than Samuel L. Jackson? The, the highest The Rock is gross... the tallest actor ever? But you're gonna like this. The ever? highest the highest What grossing... about Andre the Giant? He was Actually, now that I think about it, like, the highest grossing actor of all time might be Frank Welker. No, it's Stan Lee. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. Tallest? Because he was in, like, every Marvel movie when Samuel L. Jackson was in, like, half of them. Yeah. And Mallrats. Oh, yeah, that's what pushed him yeah. over the top. Oh, and Clerks. <laughs> he wasn't in Clerks? Wasn't clerks? I'm sorry, yeah. Ma wow. Okay. Mallrats, <laughs> I love that immediate defeat of, oh, right, yeah. I, well, I'm dumb. Yeah. I got nothing. Anyway. So, Jesse, how does Jackie, Jackie Chan's action kung fu compare to <laughs> Jackie? <laughs> Jack, Jackie Chan. I call him Jackie. <laughs> how does How does Jackie Chan's action kung fu compare to the original NES kung fu? It's so much better. Yeah, fuck like, the original NES kung fu. Kung fu is fucking trash. Like if it should be. Like if it's like your first video game ever, then you'd be like, oh, this is okay ish, and then you'd play any other video game and be like. Why did you let me play that other game first? <laughs> You're an idiot. I should have played this instead. Mm. But um, the one thing is, uh, you only have one life, and that sucks. But you can get continues, and you can unlock more continues as you play. Um, so it's okay. Um, but it's a pretty decent, uh, like side scrolly beat 'em up game for your Jackie Chan. And, yeah. Uh, it's made by uh, Hudson Soft, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's cool. Does that mean it's just like a, an Adventure Island reskin with Jackie? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. God, don't yes. you imagine playing a game <laughs> where you're, you're Jackie Chan, but skateboarding and like throwing axes at things? Hell yeah, I can imagine that, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened in a, at least you know one of the police story movies. We'll have to... We'll have to get, you know, I don't know, somebody with more knowledge of fucking Jackie Chan cinema on the show to confirm that, but that sounds like a Jackie stunt. I mean, sure, why don't I we think. just call up Jackie Chan? He's a close personal friend of the show. Yes, uh, Johnny. No one do have, that imitation. You have you have Jackie Chan's number. He's in your house right now. You can get Jackie Chan on the show right oh, now. Yeah, 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 he's right here. Hey, Jackie, come here, come here. Yeah, hey, guys, I'm Jackie Chan, and I'm here to say... <laughs> That oh, I love man. kung fu in a major way. Game three. Game three. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> game That's three. Jaxie Chan, the rapper. <laughs> I mean, oh. to be honest, I would much prefer him doing that voice than a Jackie Chan voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am so disappointed that Johnny's Jackie Chan impression didn't start with him saying, Hawk! Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Blew the whole thing, man. I thought we knew what. I thought we knew the bit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, Jaxie Chan, the Swedish uh, cousin of Jackie Chan. <laughs> bork, bork, bork. Oh, 
Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I love Jackie Chan. Uh, anybody just want to do favorite Jackie Chan movies real quick? David, what's your favorite Jackie Chan movie? Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think, is it... It's okay to say Shanghai Noon. No, like, <laughs> is it Time Cop? The one where, like, they do the Street Fighter thing? Uh, there is... No. Um, okay, move to the next person. John, I'm gonna Claude, John Claude Van Damme's in Time Cop. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, what's your favorite Jackie Chan movie? Have you ever seen a Jackie Chan movie besides Shanghai Noon? Yes, I have played Shanghai Noon. It's called Rush Hour. And yeah, Rush Hour yeah, is Rush dope. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's a perfectly valid answer. Rush Hour is really good. Jesse, favorite uh, favorite Jackie? Uh, I'm trying to think. There was one... Ah, uh, shit. Wasn't he in that one movie with um, Jet Li? Um, it was kind of a newerish movie. Forbidden Kingdom. That movie was badass. Mm, word. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a tough toss up for me. You know, I as a kid loved Rumble in the Bronx. It was so inappropriate for me to have been watching that movie. But uh, I do also love Rush Hour and Drunken Master is really good. So those are my top three. David, what do you got? Um, City Hunter. That's the movie I was thinking of. Fuck yeah. There's a, there's a scene where he like crashes into a Street Fighter cabinet and for some reason everyone becomes Street Fighter characters. Yeah, that's okay. so cool. Cool. Yeah, put that on the list for the next movie night. That sounds great. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Love uh, love that Jackie. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. He was going to be... Uh, he got offered the role of Simon Phoenix in Demolition Man. Damn, that would have been a much but, different movie. <laughs> but he declined it, and we got Wesley Snipes. See, and you almost got me to like start doing a like Chinese accent, like, oh, I'd lose, I'd lose my head if it weren't attached. <laughs> like, it's like, nope, don't do it. Nope, don't no, fucking no, fall no, for the run, trap. Don't, run, run. Don't do the accent, John. That's how they get you. <laughs> Next game. <Yep>. Game three. <laughs>
Alright guys, so this is the only game in the series to receive a Game Boy Color port, which is what we're hearing right now. Um, this uh, this entry introduced a few new exotic locations uh, to the series, like Las Vegas, uh, Atlantis, the Amazon jungle with dinosaurs, uh, and the surface of Mars. Let's uh, see your answers. Ooh, you both wrote Cruise and Exotica. This is your first both correct answer of the night. Mm. This is David. Do you listen to all the music that maybe doesn't make it onto GTT Gems as well? Because uh, yeah, this uh, this may be in my downloads. Uh, I may have listened to this soundtrack sometime last year. Um, I was just going to say that not many Game Boy Color games took place on the surface of Mars. <laughs> True. And Johnny also tried to give it away by saying added many exotic locations. I bet there's more than you think Game Boy games that take place on Mars. And that's what leads us to tonight's lightning round. <laughs> lightning! <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, honestly, how would you know if you were playing a Game Boy game that took place on the surface of Mars? Like, I mean, the colors simply color. wouldn't support. That's yeah. true. That's okay. So Game Boy once Color they Game is Boy a little more obvious, but yeah, like Super Mario Land, that could be Mars. It's not, never. It's, it's right there in the title. Tells you. Yeah. Yep, Mars. There's, there's that little Mars. s. Super Mars. Mario Land. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the level you're thinking of in Super Mario Land 2 is the moon. Like, I'm pretty sure it specifically says the moon. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. David, name three differences between the moon and Mars. Please um, do. Okay. Uh, size, Mars is significantly larger than the moon. Uh, two, Can't composition, Mars is predominantly more iron ore, which is why it's red. And three, the moon orbits Earth, whereas <laughs> Mars is a separate planetary body. And the moon is made of cheese. See, that's the whole thing, yeah. I mean, cheese has a lot of iron in it, but not as much as Mars, apparently. 
Also, we're forgetting that, you know, Martians live on Mars, whereas the Selenites live on the moon. Yeah. Does, does Mars still need moms? Um, um, no, because Earth girls are easy. Ooh. <laughs> Man. Jeez, yeah, not forget the Plus, not those fantastic Mars needs moms references. That's uh, that's what we come to you for, Jesse. <laughs> God, yeah. I never thought we would bring up Earth Girls Are Easy on this show. Hey, yeah, how absurd! Indeed, um, like Cruising Exotica. What an absurd game this is! The, yeah. you know, uh, and how absurd on your part, Johnny, to pick the Game Boy Color soundtrack. What's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you pick the perfectly valid arcade soundtrack? Uh, because this because it's delightful. Because I really enjoyed the Game Boy Color soundtrack. This was ported by Crawfish Interactive, who I feel like uh, needs more recognition for how great they were at doing Game Boy ports of other games. Um, they did a port of Super. I'm uh, sorry. Of uh, they did a port of Street Fighter Alpha Three to the Game Boy Advance. That was like superb. And it made them go sure. bankrupt, and they didn't get to do anything after that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like poor Crawfish. <laughs> But before hmm. they did Street Fighter Alpha 3 and lost all their money, they did um, they did do some Street Fighter 2 port, but they did this, and it's actually, you know, a solid port. Like, I, for a Game Boy Color, it, it's about as much as you could expect. Like, it's got a pretty good frame rate. It's pretty quick. Uh, the <laughs> music frame rate now on the, Game Boy Color? <laughs> yeah, the music's pretty good. The music, I really like the music on this one. The music's fine, John, but the Cruisin' Exotica, like the other Cruisin' games, has good music. Yeah. On, in the arcade, you sit in the chair and play it. It's got the little speakers behind your head. Uh, it, it's usually at the movie theater, John. Yeah, but can you imagine going to the you movie theater? You can't take a Game Boy to a movie theater. You can't, but could you imagine going to the movie theater, walking in the arcade, and yes, there's speakers it's behind just... your head, but it's a giant Game Boy Color. <laughs> that would. I, mm. Yeah, I would then can go we... watch my movie. <laughs> I, I want to go off topic and go back to how they ported Street Fighter Alpha 3 to Game Boy Advance. That is a six-button fighting game on yeah. a four-button console. Yeah. Like, how does that even work? They figured that's it out. That's why I bankrupted them, John. No, <laughs> it, it's actually considered to be, like, one of the most amazing home ports that's ever been done. Like, they really managed to capture the overall feel of the game and kept the graphics looking good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, it's a great port. It's insane. Hmm. And they pulled off uh, every trick okay. in the book to make it happen. It's it's awesome. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I feel like I need to track that down. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's good. Uh, but yeah, Cruise and Exotica. Um, so there are some levels I didn't mention. I think I saw Las Vegas. You can also drive in Hong Kong, India, Alaska, uh, the Sahara, Tibet, Korea, Ireland, Holland, and then the ones that said before, Atlantis and Mars. Right. See, that's that was always my beef with Exotica. Cruising as a series, they had a weird escalation. You had Cruising USA, where you're driving in various uh, places across the country if you're doing the point-to-point -point thing or just choosing a course. And then from there, obviously, Cruising World. Mm -hmm. uh, so then Cruising Exotica, it's just more of the world. Yeah. But then they throw no, in. Mars. But then they throw in like a couple of weird levels. Like, no, no, no. Cruising Exotica needs to be things that make zero sense, like all Atlantis and Mars and the Moon, and like you know, space rainbow levels and shit. Like, you know, it should just make no sense. There should not be any earthly levels in Cruising Exotica, or it should all be like seven wonders of the world sites. There should be. It should be like, 
aliens are making you do cruising races to pass their own <laughs> landmarks or some shit. I'm just saying, it, you know, it was like once you go America, world, more world, it just didn't uh, didn't quite make sense. And now they've gone back. It's like you know they got cruising blast coming out. It's just like, well, this is just it's just more of the world, but. Now there's better graphics and ah, come on, cruising. I would love a cruising game where you're part of major world events, like you're cruising on the Berlin Wall cruising. and it's falling behind you. See, yeah, yeah, you know, cruising time. That Ooh. is <laughs> the fucking game. <laughs> like, yeah, cruising, cruising courses taking place throughout time. <laughs> cruising Carmen San Diego, <laughs> dude. I would play a racing game where you play as Carmen San Diego. You steal things as you drive. You go to different time periods. Could, could Basically, imagine, just like an escape game. Rockapella's there. Could you imagine <laughs> you're like driving and you drive through like a bunker, and in the background you see Hitler take his own life? <laughs> It'd be great if you know that's the whole thing. Like your car makes him take his own life. Like yeah. he thinks that <laughs> you, you hit know, him with the car. That's they why think. You know. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either you run over Hitler like you do a cow in fucking you know cruising USA, or you know, he thinks that Americans have breached the bunker and so he takes his own life and then you just cruise on and like, you know, some chick with big titties hands you a trophy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, that, and, that, that, is how world, still... that is how World War II ended. Hitler killed himself and then a chick with big titties gave a trophy to the Allies. Yeah, yeah. Patton accepts that trophy. <laughs> He's up there on the roof of the White House in a hot tub. Hillary Clinton's there. <laughs> Churchill's real excited. <laughs> Churchill's there. There's cows. It's uh, man, God, history is awesome, guys. <laughs> you know, uh, cruising darkest hour. It'll be uh, yeah. that's gonna be a fucking hitter. Cruise, cruise. <laughs> I want to play cruising Eastern Front. <laughs> Actually, though, uh, a cruising time game would be badass. Driving yeah. through like the Acropolis and shit. Mm-hmm. Like ramping off the pyramids as they're being built. You like. <laughs> You're driving and you like knock into a mountain and set off Pompeii. Yes. <laughs> no, see that would be like oh, the no. fi- that would be the final lap of the Pompeii course. The volcano explodes and like you have to dodge the ash and everything falling down. Just it's like Rumble Volcano in Mario Kart Wii, but with more yeah. dead Romans. You, you trigger <laughs> Pompeii, and you gotta get the speed so that Ziggy can bring you to the next time, so you can write what was wrong. Like, archaeologists are like, well, these people are all covered with ash, but these have tire tracks on them. Cruising Scott Bakula. <laughs> all going to different volcano eruptions throughout history. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a oh bunch boy. of courses set at Krakatoa. There's that Mount St. Helens level. Uh, there's that one where yeah. Iceland shut down all the airports for a while. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you had to fly in that one, but you couldn't because there's that big cloud of ash. <laughs> mm. Be good, man. Be real good. Uh, all these are better ideas, frankly, than Cruising Exotica. You know, Cruising Exotica prints these fucking, like, half-step in the game. Like, seriously, <laughs> fucking commit to something crazy or don't. You know, Johnny, give me a, what were a couple of those basic ass courses again? Uh, Vegas, Hong Kong, India. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantis is interesting because I guess Kong. you're driving a car underwater, right? Yes, yeah, that, no, see, and that's always the level I chose, obviously. Yeah. You know, or, predated or dolphin shoals by a good 15 um, years. I mean, is it underwater or did they do the um, Justice League before Aquaman thing where they all had to make air bubbles the whole time? Is it like that? 
Like it's probably what it was. <laughs> <laughs> See, at first when you were la- listing things off, I thought you said Atlanta instead of Atlantis. I was like, wow, that's an odd pick. I mean, not for Cruiser Exotica, famously of uh, not particularly interesting picks. Yeah. Hong Kong, the Amazon, city, Atlanta. Mars, yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> driving, driving around 285 the whole time. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? This is just trees. This yeah, sucks. Yeah, Cruiser Exotica, you just, you just stuck in traffic on the beltway. <laughs> Although I, I do love that, like in the track list, it specifies the Amazon with dinosaurs. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, that's what makes it exotic. Because, to my knowledge, there are no dinosaurs currently in the Amazon. Can't be proven, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's not. It's like, yeah, because the Amazon rainforest isn't exotic enough. Let's throw in some fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Anywho, um, yeah. Now I like cruising exotic. I'm not not mad about this uh, this pick, John. I'm just you know. The Game Boy thing's throwing me, but it's good. Yeah. The soundtrack's good. Series mediocre. Series is f- it's fun. It's fun. Fine. You know, it's it's an okay fun game to play. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm not gonna as, lie. As, as it, many arcade racing games are, it's okay and fun. Yeah, you at the arcade, you see a cruiser game, you're like fuck it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, no not. You will get arrested. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's not cruising Exotica, John. That's cruising <laughs> Erotica. Cruising Erotica. Oh, different game. I mean, it's been the joke that's been on my brain since this game came out. I'm, I'm impressed that we made it this far into the discussion without bringing up the fact that every time I saw cruising Exotica, you wanted I to fuck cruising, it. No, I just thought of cruising Erotica. It's right there. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a fucking racing game with more panties. <laughs> Okay, the big, the big titty trophy girl somehow is wearing less. Yeah. Oh God. She's wearing uh, less titties. I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) Game four.
All right, so uh, trivia is uh, this is the last game to use the Super FX chip, or specifically the Super FX2 chip. Johnny, how dare you? <laughs> I had to make sure we hadn't used this on the on the show before. I, I, I feel like I previ previously expressed my utter distaste for this game. <laughs> I'm... I mean, I don't think I'm right. I just want to make sure that I'm... Okay. Well, maybe. All right. All right, let's see some answers. Oh, so we have Doom and Stunt Race FX. These oh, are so both close. incorrect. Almost, guys, almost. This well, it's is, not Yoshi's Island. This is Winter Gold for the Super Nintendo. You were almost there, guys. Winter Gold, it was supposed to basically be a... Um, Winter Olympics video game for Lillehammer, but they couldn't get the rights to that specifically, so it takes place at basically Olympic locations and uses the, the uh, Super FX chip, uh, Super FX 2 chip to do 3D polygons for the courses. Uh, and this, this is this is Winter Gold, yeah, released exclusively in Europe. 
Are you are you fucking serious, Johnny? Oh my god, oh, it was exclusively released on your son of a bitch. <laughs> that explains why I have literally no idea what you're talking about. Game over! That's a game over on me. Oh my oh, god. Man, man you're, you're definitely wow. not qualifying for the finals now, baby. There, you know, there are, wow. There are three I'm rescinding your money in the bank contract. <laughs> there are three games that utilize the Super, Super FX2 chip. Doom, Yoshi's yep. Island, yep. and Winter Gold. I'm yep. like, okay, it's not Yoshi's Island. It can't nope. be Winter Gold, so I guess it's Doom? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Super FX2 chip. I thought that was John clarifying the name of just the Super FX chip. I was like, oh, it's just been called the Super FX2 chip. Like, it's like that's the name of the processor or something. I didn't realize there was a second generation Super FX chip that apparently was used just to make a Europe exclusive skiing game. Well, no, like, it was also used in Doom and Yoshi's Doom Island. And Johnny, I'm trying to roast your ass, okay? <laughs> um, God, just I'm sorry, my my grill's still heating up. Just give me a minute, and you know your ass I, will be roasted. I like looking at the screenshots of this game. Like the player character is fully like modeled and shaded and shadowed and everything, oh. and then all of the backgrounds are just like fuck it, use solid shapes. Yeah. It's like, like there is no shading in the background. It's like skiing through Star Fox. Oh god, this looks terrible. It's like skiing Ski through Star Fox as a Mortal Kombat character. Right. <laughs> that sounds oh, wow. amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds great. I would Mortal play the oh, shit out of that in. Mortal Kombat mythologies. Like Mortal Kombat mythologies Sub Zero <laughs> on ice. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> Well, the on ice was implied, John. <laughs> Motor yeah. combat mythologies. God, you know, Mortal Kombat bobsled mythologies. Um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat Jamaica. Yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat cool runnings mythologies. Right. God. I mean, John, um, it's this does seem like a cool game, and I definitely think you should play it. Uh, just hop on a plane to Europe and enjoy yeah. yourself. That's, that's the only way you could play this game. Yeah. I'm it's, trying it's to roast over ass, there. Jesse. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, David, you're getting there. You are still seasoning that ass, but uh the grill's almost <laughs> ready. Yeah, you know, we're gonna I mean I am I am all seasoning yeah. that ass. Johnny, you gotta be fucking kidding me with this. What 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 possessed you to even think like, well, John and David will love a winter sports game for the Super NES? David doesn't play Super NES games, and this came out after the Nintendo 64 launch. But here's the thing, <laughs> yeah. John. It only came out in Europe. <laughs> you know what David loves? European games, Super Nintendo games, and sports games. Have I got the pick for him? What are you doing? Like, you know, I, uh, my God. And you know what everybody loves? Winter sports games. That, I mean, honestly, that's just, it's the universally loved thing. Everybody's a fan of winter gold, and it's... You know, whatever. Six events. This, I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to shit on the Winter Olympics because athletes put a lot of effort into that. But the Winter course. Olympics really are like multiple versions of four sports. Like that's yeah. it. 
Like, no, you don't have don't a lot of variety in the Winter Olympics. I, I love the uh, Winter Olympics. Because, I mean, there's a lot of cool races and things like that. Hockey. You know, yeah. yeah, hockey's okay. But, like, you know, the, curling. the skiing and shit. And I was going to say, that's the secret, baby. Curling is the best. The, the one uh, skiing you know. where they have a rifle is pretty good. Yes. You know, that is. I uh, think that's just American skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Snowboarding. Uh, yeah, they've had snowboarding with tricks and shit. You know, the Winter Olympics are cool. They're a lot cooler than they were in 1996. Speed when, racing is pretty, or when, speed skiing, or skating. Speed skating. Also, oh my there God, we get... even, was there even a Winter Olympics in 1996? No, the Winter Olympics were in 94. So they missed the fucking window yeah. on Lilyhammer yeah. and put this out in time for what? After the Atlanta they, Olympics? <laughs> they put out time, right in time for Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> Can, can we go back to speed racing as an Olympic sport? Because I want to play an Olympic game with speed racer as an unlockable character. Ooh. I mean, it. yeah. it's got to be speed winter somewhere. You go to like the hundred meter dash and there's a dude just in a fucking car. Yeah, I'd be into it. <laughs> yeah, I would love to have Chim Chim like fire the starting pistol. That'd be great. Mm. God, John, <laughs> I'm really, mm. this is unbelievable. And yeah, and I, I mean, I say that as somebody who is at your mercy for this episode. Like I trusted you, John, yeah. to give you know to put this one right down the middle to give me and David a nice slate of games. And I, yeah, you gave us I, this. I have one question: Was this a request? Yes. Okay. It better have been. I'd like to know who <laughs> made that. Say, like, if you chose this game yourself, I would have walked off the show. No, this was a request from Tasty, who I I don't think I think they missed the memo on the uh, U.S. Games Only part, and I did not think to fact check that. So uh, yeah, that's on both of us. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, you know Tasty, what? Tasty ban John, also ban. <laughs> <laughs> your mod privileges are rescinded on the radio stream. Uh, you know, turn in your badge, Johnny. They will be uh, like reaffirmed once we need something done on the radio, and then <laughs> right. they'll be oh, immediately yeah. removed. Yeah, but you know, you have somehow once again lost August Absurdity, John. You found a way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not uh, even competing. Exactly. That's that's the beauty Aren't of it. I? Johnny is finding new and absurd ways to lose August Absurdity. He's just, you know. He's got his cheeks spread apart. The seasoning's in there. He's lowering his anus onto the pile of nicely smoking charcoal. And just, God, that ass is going to be perfectly roasted by the end of this episode. John, you're never going to live this down, ever. We're going to eat your ass. Yeah. Yeah, that was the implication. Thank you, Jess. Suckling pig.
right, uh, this game came with a whole bunch of accessories. Uh, it comes with two claws, uh, two heavy spinning tops, uh, two red and blue trays, um, and a uh, one spinner motor for accelerating the tops, and two black trays. Let's see what you guys wrote. Uh, we got Gyromite, which is the correct answer. And David drew an, an excellent Rob and a TV. The game mm -hmm. going on in the background. So this is a Gyromite, which uh, has a pretty cool soundtrack. I like it. Um, I've never played this game because I never had a Rob. Yeah, so. Who in God's name has played this game? <laughs> The soundtrack reminds me a lot of Balloon Fight. I don't know why, David. Yeah, it's literally nothing alike. One has no. a robot. No, the soundtrack. Again, yeah, robot. Still, I don't, I don't hear the similarity, David. Oh, you're fucking with me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, two, the two sound nothing alike. I, so, I... so, like, Rob played the game with you somehow or something? I, I never quite understood this. How's Rob, the robot, play the game with you? He, like, moves the he tops doesn't. around. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know how any of this works. I was going to say, no one can answer that question, John. We don't know. <laughs> if, if I remember correctly, there's... Because stack up, you had Rob, like, just piled stuff up. But in Gyromite, like, you're trying to explore these little level levers as a doctor, and I forget the doctor's name, and there are, like, giant poles that go up and down, and the only way to lift them up and down is for Rob to, like, push buttons. So, like, Rob has to pick up this top up and down to push buttons to lower and raise these pillars so that you can cross through the rest of the level. Um... It's an incredibly tedious and time-consuming process, and it's really fucking loud. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't even know about the loud part. <laughs> yeah, Rob, like, clacks like a motherfucker. Like, That's funny. 
like only... wind up plastic toys that make those kind of like cut, 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 cut. Like that's what Rob sounds like. No kidding. And there's only two of the Rob games. It's like they just needed to trick America into selling it at toy stores. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I've never really understood the Rob thing because obviously, you know, the NES launched in America like right as I was born, so I wasn't, you know, really privy to it. But it's like, you know, looking back, it's like, wait, why did they need to do this? Like, you know, did we not just like video games at the time? You did There was there was like a big like video game crash and like Right. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, people were unsure of the medium because of what had happened. And so Nintendo was like, well, this is a toy. And the you know United States was like oh well we can sell toys people love toys <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's got to be the explanation for it I mean because the the Rob thing is just baffling like I you know I could almost get just you know marketing Duck Hunt and being like yeah it's a it's a shooting toy it's a it's a TV toy but like Rob is just too much <laughs> like I I can't even imagine how disappointing it is like getting through the two or three Rob games and then just being like, all right, now what am I doing with this thing? Like, does it play, does it play Super Mario Brothers somehow? Like, yeah, I, I, there are more fun things to do. This robot's taking up a lot of my coffee table and uh, it's not fun. Yeah, if you had I a do, way to play the, uh, a cassette tape into Rob and make him turn into like a Teddy Ruxpin situation, yeah. right? That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, yes. I assume then also the, the cassette tape would play the music through the NES somehow. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, what are you talking? Are you talking external speakers on Rob? Or are you talking plug the cassette tape into Rob and it funnels that through your TV? I was thinking, what was, yeah. that, what was that toy <laughs> called that Kevin had in Home Alone 2 that he talked talk into? Boy. Talk, talk Boy. Oh, yeah. Like a Talk Boy oh, yeah. kind of scenario where you talk into Rob and he records it and then talks mm -hmm. back but makes it a robot voice, right? Uh, see, I, I think it should just be Rob was a talk boy, and you could use it to trick your parents. Uh, yeah, or uh, whatever the, the examples were from that, that talk boy ad in Home Alone 2. Yeah, you could trick Tim Curry. Like, you know. Spikes! Uh, exactly. He oh, answers nice. the phone. Rob reserves him a fucking hotel room. Donald Trump is there. It's, uh... Oh, no. That's <laughs> not, no. no. Yeah, I blame Home fix. Alone 2. <laughs> I do kind of love and appreciate that, like, Rob is not forgotten because he's a I useless like fucking peripheral, but he's a cool design, and I like that they keep bringing him back. Yeah, he looks yeah. cool. And I, I was happy to see him finally come back with, like, Mario Kart DS and Smash Brothers. It's like, it, you know, it's almost like with the same thing with the Ice Climbers. Nintendo tricked me into thinking this was a beloved thing. It's like, oh, cool, Rob's back. Hey, wait a minute. I don't love that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? No, Rob? Nobody had that, but okay, cool. Yeah, great. Make him the villain of the whole Smash Bros. Brawl story. Great. Love it. I, um, I do really sincerely wish that they would bring Rob back to a Mario Kart game. Like, I want to play as Rob in Mario Kart 9. It was a good good racer in DS. I like Rob. Um, yeah. Good Rob. I feel like, you know, I don't know. Why not bring it back now? Like, or like bring him back as some kind of mascot that presents other games. Like, bring, you know, make Rob the host of Mario Party. Uh, or they could or have like, like mini game collections hosted by Rob and Mr. Game and Watch. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, 
you get Rob. You get a you know, set of I don't know a few ridiculous games. Uh, you release them as a collection. You call it ridiculousness. Uh, with that's what, Rob. that's what the R stands for in Rob. Yeah, exactly. You know, there, there's nothing else standing in the way of Nintendo making ridiculousness featuring Rob. Um, it's it's in no way already a thing. Um, I would uh, I would like to play that. No, Rob should be a guy. Uh, or yeah, you should. Be, they should have like uh, like a cardboard Rob that you could build. How is there not? Uh, oh my God, la Rob Labo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ro you know, instead of Rob Low, Rob Labo. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd make Parks and Rec real weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the part of Rob Lowe is played by a fucking cardboard robot. <laughs> and yeah. a fucking... That is literally the worst idea I've heard today. <laughs> literally? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, hey, Chris. <laughs> and Perkins. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also realizing that, like, the Lambo doesn't build robots or anything. It's like, no. it builds, like, goggles and, like, you know, uh, like things to stuff your switch controllers into so like building a rob out of cardboard would be a huge undertaking oh, <laughs> they could do it be great yeah if they can make a crazy little switch piano yeah. using just a insanely crafted piece of cardboard and uh you know 500 easy steps on the switch they could build a rob robot out of that cardboard <laughs> they could build a rob low labo <laughs> God, I mean, it sells itself. <laughs> I'm Rob Lowe, and this is Rob Labo. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, God. We'll go to Rob Labo's Labo blog. I don't know. I, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> pull up, pull up. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk nonsense to Rob Labo. <laughs> yeah, right. on my law blog. Well, guys. <laughs> I'm looking at the score, and it looks like we got a tie. There's only one way that we sell ties in Game That Tune. And that's with the on lightning the Rob, round. On the Rob Lowe, Rob Labo, Law Blog. John, shut up. <laughs> right to the death now. Lightning round! Six-game com competition in winter gold. Alright, so... <laughs> so no, because uh, we're in America. <laughs> so here's how this lightning round is going to work. I'm going to give you the system in the year, and you're going to wager how many clues you need to guess the game uh, between one and three. So if Are you, you going to give us anything else or just the system in the year and we have to guess the right game? No, no, no. <laughs> system in the year and then how many clues you would like. Right? So I'm going to say like, oh, like NES, whatever year, and, and how many clues you like, and you'll say between one and three. And if, you know, if you say one clue and you get it right, that's three points. If you say two clues and get it right, that's two points. If you say three clues and you get it right, that's one point. This um, is a direct retaliation to us for our lightning round last week, isn't it? Well, I try to keep it... This one's fairly balanced, I think. I think you both have equally good chances at all the games this lightning round. Uh, and there's a wager element, which is fun. Um, and so, yeah... Uh, we this is got... very in-depth and complex, which is not what a lightning round is. <laughs> it's not that complex. <laughs> it's how many clues do you want? One to three. That's all there is. All right. So, More uh, complex than just name the king, but okay, John. <laughs> Jesse, who should go first? David. All right. So, David, 
The system is the, the Nintendo Entertainment System in the years 1987. How many clues would you like? I mean, I don't really know what this is like, so I'm going to play it safe and say three. Three, okay. So your first clue. The cover art is based on Michael Bine. Your second clue. I'm sorry, it's based on what? Michael Bine? I don't know how to pronounce his last name, to be honest. B-I-E-H-N. Bane, sorry. Man, I could have gotten this in one clue. <laughs> <laughs> your second clue. This started as a port of Commando, but the original console this was meant for couldn't handle all the action, so they decided to change the gameplay to explicitly avoid combat. And your third clue is, I feel asleep. <laughs> this is Metal Gear. That That's right, this is Metal Gear. Oh, man! All right, well done, John. David. So your system is NES. In your year is 1987. How many clues did you like? I'm also going to play it safe and take three clues because there were many games that came out for the NES in 1987, and I don't trust you to not be fucking us over here, John. Okay. So your first clue is between rounds, a character encourages you to join the Nintendo God. Fun Club, a precursor to Nintendo Power Magazine. <laughs> Rattle those other clues off while I right. shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Clue two, instead of making the main character a, a transparent wireframe like the arcade original, Nintendo decided to just make him short so you can see over him God and see your opponent. And clue three is, do you like my new trunks? They're size XXX large. <laughs> so the answer is Mike Tyson's punch up. Yes, the answer is Mike Tyson's punch up. Oh, man. All right, guys, so you're now four and four, heading into the second part, or uh, second face okay uh, out of six there's 12 total so uh, 12 Jesus. total questions all right so david the system is the nintendo 64 the year is 1997 how many clues would you like <laughs> uh, i'm gonna say three just because i can't remember what came out like i remember what came out in 96 and 98 but not 97 all right so your first clue is, the bill presented at the end of the game is the player score multiplied by 64. The second clue is, this is the first home console game to make use of force feedback technology. Ugh. And the oh, third clue is, do a barrel roll. Star Fox 64. That is correct. Oh man! Alright John, your system, Nintendo 64, your year, 1997. How many clues would you like? Based on how that round went, I'm going to only take two clues. Two clues, okay. So, well, fuck uh, me, John. <laughs> so your first clue is, this game was intended to be an on-rail shooter, but the creators began to experiment by letting the player move freely, and after a while they decided that a first-person shooter made the game much better. Your second clue is, the faces of the standard enemies in the game are actually the faces of the rare, rare staff. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, you can like, you can edit these clues to leave out giant, <laughs> uh, obvious things like the rareware staff. Since we're talking about GoldenEye 007, thanks, John. That is correct. <laughs> oh man! All right, so with that, John gets uh, an extra point out. So now John's it's at six ridiculous. and David's at five. <sighs> All right, so David, this is the Game Boy in the years 1991. Whoa. How many clues do you want? I'm going to go with two. Two, okay. 
So the first clue is, this is the only game in the series to not feature any elevators. And your second clue is, the lack of color on the Game Boy had long-standing effects on this character's appearance. So from now on... Metroid 2. Yep. (laughs) 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 uh, You know, fuck, man. I'm not saying, oh, you know, could have, but didn't have. But like, you know, the elevators thing, I was like, oh, it's got to be Metroid. (laughs) All right, so John. Uh, good, good clues, John. Fuck you. John, your 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 system is also the Game Boy. The year is 1989. How many clues would you like? God, I don't know. Uh, 89. I'm going to take two. Okay. And uh, cross these fingers and just hope for the best. Right, so clue one. The cover art for this game was uh, the, de- the debut of the protagonist, like new modern design in the United States. Crap. And clue two is this game created a new power-up, which did not reappear in the series for 30 years. Nineteen eighty-nine Game Boy. Thirty years. Uh, I am going to guess that you're talking about Bomberman. Incorrect. Um, Fuck. Space! This Do I have is... the option to steal, or...? Nope. No. There's, nope. There's no yeah. steal. You get it or you don't. This is Super Mario Land. God damn it. All right, so the now... What was the power-up? So the score the, is um, now... Super Ball. Yeah, Super Ball. The which came back in Mario Maker 2. Yep. I did oh. research, guys. <laughs> Yeah, but not on winter gold. <laughs> yeah, you, you put all your effort into this goddamn lightning round. Now I get it, man. Yeah, okay, yeah. that was good because, uh, yeah, you don't know that I haven't played Mario Maker two, but I ain't played Mario Maker two. Fuck. All right, so it's now David seven, John six. David, uh, it's Super Nintendo, and the year is nineteen ninety seven. How many clues would you like? Considering it's Super Nintendo, I'm gonna say three. Okay. Ninety seven. So, yeah, so See, that's four. why you should take less than three. <laughs> right? There's <laughs> only three games. Yeah. So your first clue is, uh, Metroids appear in one level of this game. They can only be beaten with the ice power, similar to how Samus had to use the ice beam oh, to fuck. defeat them. Gotcha. And when you beat the level, Samus is standing for the exit. If you beat all the Metroids, Samus will have the helmet off. Your second clue is, this is the last first party Super Nintendo game. Hold on. Uh, Your third clue is this game introduced Nago the Calico Cat, Pitch the Bird, and Choo Choo the Octopus. Kirby's Dreamland 3. Alright, so that's one point for David. Oh, man. Alright, John. Your system is the Wii in the years 2010. How many clues do you like? I'm sorry, what is it? Eight and six? Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm going to have to take two to catch up. I, yeah, I've, I've been announcing after each uh, round. So, oh, yes, okay. it is eight Sorry. and six. Yes. So, okay. John, it's yeah, me I'm, I'm in 2010. Give me two. Two? Okay. Um, so, clue one is, in, in anticipation of this game's release, Nintendo trademarked a phrase that was originally popularized by Ice Cube. And your second clue is... One statue in this game features a tie that's very similar to Billy Mitchell's famous USA ties. Uh, huh? <laughs> uh. Statue with a tie. That looks, Ice like, cube. that looks like Billy Mays ties. 
Billy Mays? Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Billy, Billy, Mi- Billy Mitchell. Bill- yeah. Yeah. Billy, Billy, Billy Mays tie. famously wore no tie. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Mitchell. Those are two His different ties. people. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> Fuck, man. Kill screen coming up. Yeah, why did oh, I think just- this was a good idea? Oh. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse. Dude. So, oh, is that... Donkey Kong Country Returns is the game. My oh, man. Woo. All right. So it's now... Save it's like, my ass. On. It's like a Wii game referencing Billy Mitchell. Like, come on, man. All right. Uh, I mean, it, I wasn't making the connection at all. I, I didn't even think about it. And then, you know... Duh. Thank you, King of Kong. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. King of yeah. Way to go, baby. <laughs> All right, David. So this is this is on the Wii. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, it's eight and eight. What was the ice cube phrase? <laughs> oh, it's on like Donkey oh, it's Kong. On like Donkey Kong. Yeah, uh, Nintendo okay. trademarked that to put that on shirts. I uh, I'd forgotten that was an ice cube phrase. I was trying. I was like, chicken, you check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Today was a good day. Famous <laughs> Donkey Kong line. Yeah. Fuck the police. Big, big dicks in your ass are bad for your health. <laughs> What game is this? <laughs> okay, so uh, David. That makes way more sense. <laughs> it's eight and eight. The system is Wii, and the year is 2008. You know what? Oh, it's God, eight and eight. Stomach. I'm going to go for it. One clue. One clue. <gasps> this won the best video game at the Nickelodeon 2010 Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Sorry, man. Space! This was Mario Kart Wii. Ah, oh, damn it. That would have been my second guess. A 2008 game that won the 2010 Best Game <laughs> <Right>. Award. <laughs> That's why I Thank figured, you. like, it's either Smash or Mario Kart, because those just keep going. Thanks, Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> All right, John. Your system is Nintendo 64 in the years 2002. How many clues did you like? Thanks. <laughs> I mean, with <laughs> I, uh, uh, give me just give me give me all three. Fuck it. I, uh, what? Okay. Clue one. This is the last Nintendo sixty four game released in North America. God, didn't we just discuss this? Clue two. Bob Birdquist was not included in the game due to licensing issues for appearing in a different game, X, X, X Games Skateboarding. In Clue 3, this game was a real Blitzkrieg bop. So it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2? Oh, no. I was no. about to give you the point. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Oh, Fuck. Release also I, on GameCube. That's <laughs> like, the whole thing. I I was like, well, it's got to be two because they fucking GameCube had three. Yeah. God. Oh, I'm going to rip my own skin off. This is, hmm. Okay, so guys, it's 8-8. Eight Robbie eight. Williams style. 8-8 eight and, eight and it's the final round. Okay. <laughs> David. God. Your console is the Game Boy Color in the year is 2002. How many clues would you like? I'm going to say three. Okay. I'm going to play it safe. Your first clue is this game, uh, this tie-in video game is not based on the movie, but on the source book. 
Uh, your second clue is this is the final Game Boy Color game released in North America. And clue number three is one reviewer wrote, This game boils my butterbeer. Harry Potter. Uh, and? <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, you want... I'll give it. 2002 Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, no, David. It's Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. How absurd! I, I should have just stuck with Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, John was trying to give you the fucking... Ah. I mean, in fairness, I didn't know they made a Chamber of Secrets game. I would have gone with Sorcerer's Stone, too. Yeah. Um, fuck. It's actually apparently pretty good. I okay, bet so, it is, John. You you fucking this is so that's the secret theme tonight is you fucking love Game Boy Color games. <laughs> so all right, so John, your system is the Wii. The year is 2019. How many clues would you like? I'm sorry. <laughs> what was the year? 2019. I'm going to take, take all three. <laughs> this, this, is, this is this is this is a bullshit like Eddie like this is this is a real triple A <laughs> studio. Okay. All right. So John, your first clue is this is the final licensed Wii game released in North America. Your second clue is in the United Kingdom, the Wii version of this game outsold the PS4 and Xbox One versions. <laughs> and your third clue is this has great hot tracks like Old Town Road, Bad Guy, and Baby Shark. Hmm. Is that your answer? No, no, no. Sorry, it, it's you know, you got a lot of nerve asking about a European fucking hit here, John. That's the other secret theme here. Yeah, secret European games. Yeah, you know, God, the secretly European John Regan. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Sing Star Karaoke something or other. How absurd! Close. This was Just Dance 2020, released oh, for the Nintendo no. Wii. Of course. It's and, the only thing that's come out on the Wii in the last like eight years. And, oh, and the Switch. <laughs> Not the Wii U, but the Wii. <laughs> the of all Wii fucking things. It, it came out on Wii and Switch, but skipped <laughs> Wii U. Yeah. I mean. If you're gonna put your resources anywhere. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, with that the final score God is eight. Damn it. eight. So we we've got a, a tie, gentlemen. I don't know who's a calculator to play for this one. Wait. Hold on, it's a oh. Hold there's on. a tie? I guess let me go to the calculator computer, so let's just double check. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space! Boops. Scoring complete. Shit, yeah, and the calculator, it doesn't know what to do. Because it is a tie tonight. Between David and John. Oh, I guess they're out. Uh, what, what does that Wait, mean? What? <laughs> what does that mean? <sighs> Who has the bylaws handy? I don't. I don't know what we're supposed to do in the case, in the case of a tie. Don't try I mean, to fucking finagle this in your favor, Johnny. You don't get to go to the finals. In um, the case of a tie, we go to a lightning round. But we yeah, exactly. That, and we we're still in a tie. 
Do, do, I mean, do we just murder each other? What do we do? We don't have a final sudden death question what? or something? No, no. I, was it, I could come up with one real quick. I could no, I don't want to. The, the last time we did that, it was a fucking beans question. <laughs> Jesse, you're the fucking wrestling stipulations guy. What happens when two guys fight to a fucking draw in anticipation of a championship match? Uh, one of two things happens usually. Um, they have a rematch. Or no, we're running out of fucking Wednesdays in August. That can't be it. <laughs> or, um, ooh, this is this is dicey. Uh, they just it's a, it becomes a triple threat match. Now hold on. <laughs> ooh, now wait that? a minute. But I don't. <laughs> I don't. Hold on, champ. Yeah, that now, puts on. you at a you know what disadvantage. You know what that means. It means I pick all five games. Yeah, no, is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> this is a real double-edged sword. Yeah, this yeah. is unbelievable, guys. Um, I think that's the only way to solve it, is have me I pick mean, all five I'll, games. I'll what say it. I don't want Johnny to pick all five games, but I want a chance at the championship belt even more. So Yeah, I'm no, down. I... I have no intention of you know yielding, and I have no intention of uh, extending August absurdity out of August uh, again. So, yeah, uh, we have to settle this next week, guys. I, I'm if if the champ and David are okay with it, I'll, I'll take both you guys on, man. We can do a three way. All right, as, as long as Johnny pulls up a list of games that came out in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Next time they'll all be American games. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Strictly American, never anywhere else. <laughs> I swear to God, it's going to be like Independence Day, Captain America, and the Avengers. Yeah, theme for next week's episode, America. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, who needs to sign off on this? Do we need to do a contract signing or something, Jesse? Uh, no, those always end poorly. Yeah, they do. They put your ass through that table. Um <laughs> So, is that what we're doing then? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. August. I'll sign the contract anyway. right now. <laughs> it's done. John, this show year's us what you just did. <laughs> this I year's August see. 30 finals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, hold it's on. It's going to be a triple threat match. For the Game That Tune Championship. Yeah. Unbelievable turn of events, guys. There's my yeah. official signature. You're Girl, not in the match. Yeah, yeah no, I'm you don't need off. to commission this match. No, <laughs> wait, you hang on. Allow me to show off my signature on the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's, that's Johnny's name. David's signature was a penis. Yep, sorry, guys. No, it was just uh, signing mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yep. Uh, wow. A triple threat match for the August Absurdity Finals. What an absurd uh, proposition. But frankly, I think it's the only way to resolve this. David, fantastic game tonight. Uh, like I said, yeah. we, we compete very well against each other. For a grain of sand, you did incredibly well. Um, and yeah, that's... Uh, Oh man, I'm just I'm like I'm sparking with possibility here. I'm titillated by the very proposition of this, and then I'm also you know being grounded immediately by, by the realization that Johnny is somehow going to be in charge of running this entire show. This is, <laughs> yeah, some kind of horrifying booking, but I you know I'm into it. 
This is going to be a lot of fun, guys. Uh, you know, an unprecedented August Absurdity Finals. A three-way match. Champion Jesse Moore versus uh, former champion David Fleming. And, uh, you know, the Orange Cassidy of Game That Tune. Me, John Harrington. Um, you know, what am I doing here? I'm not sure. But it'd be good. It'd be real good. Um, love it. Great, uh, great game tonight, David. Uh, appreciate the uh, appreciate the effort that we both put forth. And uh, yeah, Jesse and Johnny, thanks for a great round. Yeah, that was, that was a fun. stiff challenge, but fair. Yes, except for winter gold. No, exactly. You know. <laughs> but I mean, you both uh, missed it. You know, I felt like it was yeah. on the whole fair between the two of you. Like, I feel like it was a stiff challenge on the whole that was fair. Um, <laughs> yes, well done, guys. Uh, a well done round and a well done August Absurdity round too. So uh, we'll see you guys in the finals next week. Uh, Triple Threat, man, what a show it's going to be. Get your requests in. I know Johnny's going to need the help. Yeah. Uh, hit us up in hit us up in Discord. Hit him up uh, on Twitter at JP Regan Jr. Do whatever you got to do. Get those requests in. And now we want to say thank you to everybody for watching with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We're at Game That Tune or anywhere GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out there. Thanks to everybody checking out Patreon. We got awesome exclusives on Patreon, and you help us keep the lights on at the 24-7 live stream over there at twitch.tv slash GTT Radio. So we super appreciate you guys checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh want to thank our absurd fans on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Morg, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, and Unsettled Zebra. Fantastic group of patron absurd fans that we've got there. Um, thank our requesters tonight, Johnny. Who made these requests? Uh, oh, oh, shit. Okay, so let's see. Um, da, da, da. You don't I, even remember, man. It was rainous and it was tasty, man. And Fantastic. Act, well, actually, and uh, Cruisin' You did was, an, un- an uncredited request? We're crediting it now. Cruisin' was, uh, Cruisin' Exotica was from his dudeness. <sighs> Thanks, dude. Um, his dude is sorry that Johnny request. fucked that up. Yeah, that's yeah. my bad. Yeah, man, I hope you hope you stuck around to the end of the show to get your credit. <laughs> um, you know, it's okay. We'll give you double credit. Thanks, his dude is fantastic request. Uh, and yeah, like I said, get your request into Johnny on Discord. That's the best way to do it. Uh, or find us on Twitter at Game That Tune. But all of us check those messages, so don't make requests there. Don't do it. Uh, or find us individually on Twitter uh, if you want to hit us up with like uh, your uh, your bookings, your ideas, your strategies for next week's episode. I'm there at jgangster187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. You can find John Regan, uh, next week's host, apparently on Twitter at JP Regan JR. Then you can find Jesse Moore, the uh, champion, or the, the defending champion of Game That Tune August Absurdity on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. All right, so um, we both, I guess, I mean, there was a tie. So, the you know, does the bonus tunes fall to, God, Johnny or Jesse now? Or no, I should... think you play I them both that... at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want that kind of ear fucking. So you know, I, I think we should like jointly do bonus music, and I think we should play yours because. I bet you got something badass, and well, I trust you, John. Well, hold on, hold on. I think this may actually work out, because, John, you uploaded some bonus tunes from Final Fantasy VII Remake. David, are your bonus tunes also from Final Fantasy VII Remake? 
clearly they are. Oh my god, that really worked out. Uh, yeah, yeah, guys, you upload the same bonus tunes this week, so we like either way, you're winners with the bonus tunes. Well, I mean, we upload the same game of bonus tunes. There's, you know, thematically, it's, okay. I mean, you know, different bonus tunes. I mean, uh, you know, what? Hang on, what song did you pick? Because I'll be honest, I, I was expecting to win. And so I wanted to play something from a game that you had played, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I wanted to oh. give you, like, a, a congratulatory, like, good effort. So my song was High Five from Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, David. Because, see, I was not going to, like, be deferential to you in any way. I was done being <laughs> deferential. I was done, you know, I've been, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake is the only game I played in the last year or so that I've really enjoyed or finished. And... So, you know, I was playing my favorite moment from the game that. where Cloud fucking finally, like, lets loose a little bit after, you know, a triumph going through the collapsed, uh, you know, expressway with Aerith. They're uh, fighting all these battles and she's trying to get him to be all cool. And he finally lets loose and has a little bit of fun. And my bonus tunes are High Five from Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> get the fuck out. Wow. I mean, man, how are you guys even talking with each other's dicks in your mouths? <laughs> so wait, who's the cloud and who's the Aerith here? I feel like I, you know, I've always fancied I mean, myself the cloud. Clearly, I am the Aerith. <laughs> yeah, that's very like, obvious, John. David's yeah. clearly the Aerith. <laughs> Just double checking, man. Yeah, and uh, so Johnny is, uh, you know, our uh, mm, Biggs and uh, Jesse. I think stands uh, above everybody. He's brandishing that big sword. Uh, you know, Jesse is our uh, red thirteen, of course. Why can't I, I mean, just if be we're Jesse? Going by, if we're going by sword size, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, actually, yeah. Sorry, if we're going on sword size and leather pants ownership, David Sephiroth. But yes, no. Also, yeah, Jesse <laughs> could just be Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the joke is that uh, Jesse is Sephiroth. He's reigning over the show, and uh, you know we are all hurtling towards our fate, fighting him. And uh, David, <laughs> you and I chose say bonus tunes. So uh, great game, motherfucker. And uh, you know, I'll see you in the finals, man. Oh yeah! <laughs> Peace out, everybody.
Wizardry, Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord is copyright 1990, Surtech. Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu is copyright 1990, Hudson Soft. Cruisin' Exotica is copyright 2000, Crawfish Interactive and Midway Games. Winter Gold is copyright 1996, Funcom. Gyromite is copyright 1985, Nintendo of America Incorporated. God, what a fucking list. And we're out. God, I definitely... Cool. I, during the last 10 seconds of the bonus news, I realized, like, shit, I don't have the copyrights ready. I gotta start looking them up. And then Johnny just came right in like a pro, <laughs> ready to go. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. I am game that tune. <laughs>